0: Fake spike, double nickel, fifty-five. The enticing sounds of zebra head fading away. We've got ourselves a preview show here. You can make this a nice quick one. I mean, we only did one two days ago, and we got ten days after this. You know, to, to we got. I guess we have a review show, but then there's ten days for the next game. So, what's going on, Vort? Happy Wednesday!
1: Happy Wednesday. I don't know how you've been since our last podcast, but for me, it's just been absolutely glorious. Forty-eight hours. No matter what's going on in my life, I couldn't stop smiling, thinking about my wife (laughs) and the fact that we beat the fucking Bengals. Uh, It's just been a glorious couple of days, and we got a short week, so I get to talk to you again. So uh, this week we have what? We have an away game against the Indianapolis Colts.
0: The the Indy Colts, yep. And uh, the Jets have promised to wear a new uniform combination, so um i'm guessing to i'm gonna guess white shirt black pants because they they have to wear white on the road Colts will probably wear blue so that means white shirt what they've already worn white they've already worn green so that means white pants uh white shirt black pants so it should be interesting
1: i tell you i don't know uh, i can't wait to hear your breakdown of the game because i'm so conflicted i've, I've got back and forth uh for the past two three days nonstop. uh i have not taken of the game obviously. I just uh, the first and obvious thing is uh, the Jets looked so fantastic against Cincinnati. How can you at least not give them a fighter's chance against the? Uh, how can you not give them a fighting chance against the Colts? But then this has all the trappings of a typical Jets game. They come out, they win a game nobody expected them to win. They they look like world beaters doing so. You're like like playing poker. I'm gonna ride the hot hand. And they had the ultimate letdown. I can't even call it a trap game because we suck. So we shouldn't have any trap games, but they will <laughs> certainly find a way to pull the rug from under you. Just when you you want to find something to believe. So I've been very conflicted. I want to give them a chance. I want to ride the hot hand, believe in my team. But at the same time, I'm, I'm damaged goods. I've been a fan for a long time. I'm absolutely damaged goods. And uh, so I'm, I'm very, I'm going back and forth, and I probably will be going back and forth in my mind as we're doing this podcast up until you put me on the spot.
0: Um, well, that's why you have best case, worst case, and real. You can, you can, you can indulge all of those things,
1: my friend. And I'll tell you the, the thing that I thought right before we locked up, the, the biggest thing, kind of the lasting thing uh, that came to my mind is we're playing against so. Where I'll give the credit to the Colts is they're a very well-coached team. They lack some talent, I would say. They lack some big playmakers. uh, But they're a very well-coached team From whatever I look at them. They're always prepared. So that's obviously going to be a tough nugget to crack for uh, the Jets, a young team. Uh, But the thing why I give the Jets a chance is our defense has been kind of our shining light, something to hold on to. And we're playing against Carson Wentz. And when I think about him, He's a young quarterback. People still believe he has uh, the it factor, whatever you may call it. The, the, he, still, he can still be a franchise quarterback. And in my mind, the reason I might pick the Jets to win is we're playing against the quarterback precisely the type of quarterback who I'm praying and hoping the Jets did not draft in Zach Wilson. This is not who I want as a franchise guy, uh, who has flashes, who has good appearances here and there, but is overall inconsistent, makes bad decisions— And since his absolutely breakout uh, rookie season where he didn't stay healthy for the Super Bowl run, he has been trending downward in a big way. Uh, So I just wanted to put that out there. It's it's a thought that just popped into my head that you're playing against the quarterback. That's the epitome of what I hope the Jets avoided for yet another rookie draft.
0: Yeah, well, what the Jets are going to face this week, you know, in, in keeping with your um, what they're going against, you got a guy who's turnover prone. The Jets don't create turnovers; they haven't intercepted a ball. So, what, what, what's going to give here is is Carson Wentz gonna gonna stop throwing interceptions, or are the Jets actually going to get some? So that'll feed into best, worst, and everything else. Uh, you also got a, a culture; the, they're actually a pretty good team. They they. They won a bunch of games in a row. Not all of them were against great competition, but they did. Um, they did blow a game that they should have won a few weeks ago against the Ravens. They were up 16 in the fourth quarter. So. Yeah. I don't know which Colts team shows up. I don't. I certainly don't know which Jets team shows up. So we will just have to, uh, you know, throw our predictions out there. And, and I, I will. I will preface all of this by saying that I am certainly going to be trying the reverse jinx this week because I did. I did that with Michael Mike White last week, and I'm probably going to predict a bad game for him again, just with the hopes that he shuts me up again. So we'll see. I'll,
1: I'll take that. I, I've never Excuse been me. so happy to see you so wrong. <laughs>
0: I I don't always like being wrong, but uh, when I'm wrong in that instance, I'll take it. So with that said, let's just jump right into game analysis. There's no reason to make this a long podcast. I'll make it a nice short one. Give everybody what they want, which seems to be uh, the predictions of what I get the most stuff about. You know, Jamie in particular will, will text me and, and ride my ass if I'm wrong, but um, let's do it, man. You, you tell me about what you see happening in this game. Give me your, uh, your predictions for White, the MVP, and the best, worst case, everything else.
1: All right, so let's start off with the, my realistic prediction of what I see is going to happen. Um, on paper, I'm looking at the screen right now on my phone and I see the Jets are 2-5, and five, the Colts are 3-5. and five. So, you know, not that much of a disparity. But now that I'm on a spot and I have to make a decision, as much as the Jets took the world by storm, I think the surprise factor is gone. Uh, and I think the Colts are going to win a close one. Uh, I'm dying to see which... Mike White is going to show up. I don't think it's going to be the Kurt Warner one. But I also don't think it's going to be the Mike White we expected last week. It's going to be a happy medium. And uh, listen, I hope he outlives that prediction. As far as the scoring, I do think the Jets' defense will make this interesting. Because the question you ask, what it'll give, I think it'll be somewhere in the middle. But I think the Jets do get their first defensive interception this week. I think they get two, to make it more specific. So Carson Wentz will keep the Jets in the game. But ultimately, I think the coach with more experience, the coach who is uh, just has a little more crunch time experience, even more so than just experience, uh, comes out on top in the fourth. I think the Colts win the game, twenty-seven, twenty-three. So that's my realistic scenario, this and is I your think real? it's going to be. This is my real case scenario: twenty-seven, okay. twenty-three uh, Colts, and I think it's going to come down with both teams trading a lead in the fourth quarter. With the Colts scoring a go-ahead touchdown, giving the Jets a chance, and they will not capitalize on the final drive. So I'll even go that specific, but uh, a close win for the Pol- for the Colts, uh, just outgunning the young Jets. Now jumping into my worst case scenario and the worst case scenario is the jets that we've grown to love over the past. God knows how many years is uh, when they give us a big unexpected win and they have us riding cloud nine celebrating and talking at things that might, and we're finally on a positive trajectory. They will lay an egg. They will pull the rug from under us. We will get kicked in the teeth. Mike White will have the game you predicted him to have last week. And, uh, For the three steps forward we took last week, we're going to take 12 steps and tumble off a cliff this week. So the worst case scenario is a loss by two plus or three plus scores where the offense lays an absolute egg after giving us so much promise last week and the defense makes Carlson Wentz look good enough and like a credible NFL quarterback. Um, I'll stick with the 27 point theme for the Colts. I think they'll be right around there. Uh, The issue is is going to be the Jets and they'll put up six points, and the loss is going to be 27-6, and we're going to be left scratching our head. How did this happen? Where did this come from? We thought that the worst of it was behind us. Uh, All right, And your best case? My best case scenario is Mike White shows that uh, we have something, and he's going to force us to discuss him as a viable option, and it's no longer Zach Wilson's job. Uh, He's not entitled to it. He'll put up another three touchdowns, one pick, 350-plus yards. And the Jets go to Indy and come back with a win, their first winning streak of the season, and probably God knows how long. And uh, whether it's comfortable, whether it's tight, I don't know. But uh, it's not going to be a nail-biter where the Jets kick a field goal in the last second. So I'll say the Jets win 27-19, and it's one of those things where Mike White is actually going to be under center taking a knee in a winner's formation so not even one of those sweat it out that we scored it so an eight point win and we get to see the jets in the victory formation and most importantly mike white absolutely blows the roof of the place and he now has two games uh with 800 plus passing yards and six touchdowns and we have to we have to start paying attention and talking of what if and what might be
0: Some guys are already talking about him as what if might be. You got to see. I mean, he's he's basically in the Hall of Fame already for the most part. But
1: what do do you think White's going to do this week? Uh, Dude, I mean, come on. For White, listen, I'm actually going to be a little optimistic and say that uh, he's going to give us better than what we expected. Being that I'm addressing the reasonable fans who are expecting him to come down to earth, I'll say he's going to complete 24 of 30. Four passes he's gonna eclipse 300 yards by finishing with 315 and while we're at it why the heck not uh two touchdowns one two touchdowns and two picks a little bit of a rough game but uh enough flashes where we're still talking and going wow um so that's and my And he's for my also
0: top. your uh your your offensive mvp as well
1: Uh, No, I'm going to change it up a little bit, and I'm going to steal your prediction. I'm going to go with Michael Carter, because, and this is more of me hoping, because Michael Carter showed last week that we have something. If you get the ball in his hands, he can make things happen. I mean, nine catches out of the backfield, carries with uh, over five yards a carry, touchdown, I believe both on the ground and receiving. Let's ride the hot hand. I want to see him get 10 to 12 carries if... Uh, and I mean, that's that's being light. I mean, we should be talking about a guy getting 14 to 15, but I'll say 10 to 12 carries and another seven to nine receptions where he's got a total of almost 20 touches. Let's see he, what he does with it. And uh, based on last week, I believe he can do a lot. Uh, I'll say he ends up with 12 carries for 58 yards and seven receptions for another 70 and a touchdown. so you can make an argument you can make an argument stole my mvp (laughs) so obviously you can make an argument with the stats i give that mike white deserves the mvp but i want to change it up and uh, i think michael Carter deserves it if he does put up those type of numbers
0: all right let's see for me I'm gonna do what I did last week and go true best case, true worst case because I could see either happening. So my true best case, absolute best case scenario is the Jets come away with a win. I don't think this is gonna happen, and I'll talk about it when I get to my real real prediction. But best case scenario, the Jets look like they did last week. Um, you know, like everything clicks and the Jets put up 30 again, and and the Jets, you know, and and the Colts. I don't think the Colts have the firepower the Bengals have, even though they're pretty good, and the Jets could. You know, let's 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 say the Jets uh, win thirty-one to twenty, you know, something like that. That's my best case scenario. Uh, Mike White's for real. Yeah, Mike White's for real. The Jets' offense looks like it did last week, which is everybody actually looking like an NFL player. The defense comes to play again. Carson Wentz is is the Carson Wentz he's been the last you know year, two years, whatever it is. And the Jets, uh, you know, Jets get a fairly comfortable victory. My worst case is exactly what you started the show with, and what happened with the Jets with New England is. You expect them to look good. You expect them to do well after a big week and they shit the bed and they get blown out because they're capable, completely capable of getting blown out. If Mike White turns into the into Betty White, <laughs> turns into the Mike White I thought he'd be last week and the Colts play up to their capabilities, then we could swing this the other way. And then we've got another one of those, you know, 30 to 30 to three kind of victories. I'm, I'm not going to go 30 to three. I think if, if it does turn ugly, it's probably a little closer than that. I think. I think the Jets got a little bit of confidence last week and put up some points. So I don't think they're going to be in the sixth area, even in the worst case. I think they'll do something. But we're looking at something like, you know, 30 to 13 kind of deal, you know, 17 point loss um, in the worst case. My realistic case is that there's no way the Jets are as good as they looked last week. There's no way. It It would be nice, but I don't think there's any way the Jets are that good. I think the Jets probably. Full in be- I think the Jets kind of do what they've done a lot of weeks this season, which is they come in, they they don't look great, they they make a little bit of a run, and and you know, and and they fall short, and they probably lose by, you know, a score, a score and a half kind of thing, eight, ten points, something like that. So I think realistically, the Jets are not going to go on the road on three days rest. I don't think Mike White's going to be, <laughs> he's going to be what he was last week for sure. But I don't think anybody really expects that. I think everybody just. Is excited and hopes he can be a good quarterback. Obviously, if he throws up four hundred yards and three touchdowns every week, we're you know we're we're talking sure. Hall of Famer here. But I think realistically, the Jets get in there, play a decent game. Uh, just not, I, I just don't know that they're good enough to to go in, to go on the road with three days rest and take on a team like Indy, which I, again not world beaters, but they're they're a pretty solid team. So I say, in the realistic case, the Jets lose this game. Uh, let's call it twenty four to twenty four to sixteen. All right, so 24-16 Colts. For Mike White, I'm going to do it again because I, I hope, Mike, if you're listening, you are going to suck again. Show me I'm wrong. I think Mike White, I'm not going to go 9 for 23 this time. I think he's going to throw a lot more. I think he's going to go 14 for 33 with uh, 212 yards, and uh, I, I'll give him a touchdown and two interceptions. So I think Mike White comes down to earth and goes against a second good defense in a row and I don't see him doing what he did last week. I think I think what'll happen is this week the you know the, the Colts obviously we we see it. So of course an NFL team's going to see it. They're going to see that he threw most of his passes short last week and I think they're going to take that away and if if Mike White is going to is going to succeed this game it's going to be from from medium to long passes and we don't know if he can do that. So let him show me. Uh, I think what the Jets should do is come out and, and realize that that's going to happen and, and go long immediately to loosen the Colts up so that they don't have to take those short passes away. But we know the Jets don't necessarily do stuff like that and don't think ahead. So um, I, I think that's what will happen. My MVP, uh, I'm going to go with, with Elijah Moore. He's been getting a, a vo- involved again a little bit lately. Um, I almost hit on him two weeks ago uh I think Moore is going to see some is going to see some action. I think you know eventually they're going to use his speed, right? I think Moore is going to have 6 catches for 93 yards and he he will catch Mike White's touchdown, I'm going to say. So that's my prediction. So we will see who is correct. Uh I I also agree that the Jets will probably get an interception this week finally. Uh, I don't think Carson Wentz is um you know certainly not what he was before this, before the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Um I, I think he will probably throw one. I think the defense is, uh, you know, is pretty solid, and some of these guys are, are starting to step up a bit. Uh, I don't know that the Colts have the ability to game plan against the Jets like the like the Patriots did, but uh, I'll say the Jets get their INT. I say they're going to get one INT. And
1: we actually it. strongly we strongly disagree on the Jets' game plan. I was actually going to tell you before we signed off uh tom brady did this dink and dong dink bullshit for 20 years and still uh before he went to tampa and suddenly discovered an arm uh it can work and if this week <laughs> the jets get away from it it's going to be me who going to, who's on his way to best buy to get a new laptop what last week showed is if nothing else those little things they put the quarterback in a They get yards. It doesn't always have to be 12, 16, 18, but four, five, even three yards. They keep the clock moving. They sustain a drive. That's what really helped. Those little dinks and dunks, instead of completing a 16-yard pass, they kept the drive alive. Next thing you know, four minutes gone by, six minutes gone by. You actually let the defense plan, catch their breath. So that, to me, is actually something that I'm – begging pleading to every sport god that's awake and listening please please do not get fancy stick with the game plan that put the quarterback in the rhythm get him some let's short confidence building completions and go from there
0: let's hope because uh, i think the culture will actively look to take that away and if those are not there then he's gonna have to loosen him up somehow so let's find out That's all I have, man. I think this is a nice quick one. 19 minutes, we can uh, get out the door and uh, we'll, we'll reconvene over the weekend or early next week, talk
1: about the game. Enjoy the game. Let's go, Jets.